Welcome to the Real Tale Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loisel. And with me today is my co-host. Mark Salcedo. <laughs> did you turn off the did you turn off the water tank thingy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still hearing a buzzing. It's the fridge. Is it the fridge? Yeah. Damn. No moment of silence in this in this place. Every, you know what I feel like mm. as as the years go by, uh-huh. you get have this look on your face every time we start <laughs> recording that just becomes more and more suspicious. <laughs> like I know the audience can't see this, but your face is just like, and the audience still can't see you. I know. <laughs> It's, it's almost kind of like like shifty eye, like, hmm. Yeah. Mm. What's that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I have to tell you something. What's up? If, okay, Chris Rock mm-hmm. would not have got slapped in the face mm-hmm. by Will Smith. Okay. If he would have just said, I'm not being rude, I made lobster bisque. <laughs> Then it would have been fine. If Chris Rock said that? Yeah. Because then Will Smith would have been like, oh, okay, I believe you. Yeah. You could probably end any fight with somebody um, if you offer them lo- lobster bisque. Unless, like, they have a, was it, like a seafood allergy? Or no, whatever. especially then, because they'll die. End of fucking argument. <laughs> I know. Take it more offense. <laughs> what the fuck? And start fighting. <laughs> you can... Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal, two E's in real. And you will help us get noticed if you review us on iTunes. If you would like to email us, you may also email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? GoDaddy? No. What commercial was that? Like, oh, Expedia. Expedia. That's what it was. Yeah. No, go daddy was, you my daddy. Nah. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking weirdo. (laughs) Uh, Our segments this week are our recent review of Deep Water, also known as Deep (laughs) Doo-Doo. Variety time of the Oscars and the Slap. (laughs) Sounds like a band name from like the 80s. The Slap. Our geriatric cinematic is Body Double. Mm. And uh, Mark, what's the terpic? <laughs> <laughs> Women, am I right? <laughs> nice. I like your laugh. <laughs> um, I'm glad you like my laugh because I don't like my laugh. That's fine. What you been up to? <laughs> huh? What you doing? I don't know. I've been looking at this weird headspace like... I think for like three or four days, because I've just been like working nonstop. Yeah, it's my right pocket. Pocket nose, is it? I've been working kind of like nonstop, either like for my nine to five, or for the website, or like, you know, other side projects, you know, like the one we finally, finally started trying to get off the ground and shit like that. Um, what's that pocket? You got a comment on this? Oh, now you can shut up, huh? Was she going with me? Yeah. No? Where's she going? She's waiting for me to pet her. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, like a couple of days ago, uh, 
No, like Sunday. There you go. Sunday morning, I was like about to have an anxiety attack. Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, this Sunday morning. This past Sunday morning. Yeah. I was uh, starting to have an anxiety attack, and I was like, all right, why am I having an anxiety attack? And I think, I think I've gotten to a point in my life now where like working too much is actually bad for me like i have like this really like hardcore work mentality of like i gotta always keep busy Mm -hmm. um because if i if i don't keep busy the voices are catching up to me yeah um and then i I feel like the voices are a little bit quieter now aren't they well yeah because i've been i've been working a lot more and stuff like that keep myself no no i mean you've also grown a lot as a person yeah so yeah, you're that's not true. as haunted by them that's true that's true but like i i think they're my, still there don't get me wrong but yeah. they're not as bad yeah and I, I think my mind has gotten to a point where it's like hey mark you probably should actually like take a break and like relax um because if you don't it'll just never stop mm. um so i think because like saturday what I do? Friday was like working hard on this interview I did for the for my nine to five job, and then almost immediately after that, I started working on like my Oscar predictions article. Then I actually like stopped doing that, mm-hmm. and then uh, watched like watched the movie they were going to be reviewing the Deepwater movie. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't like fully relaxed to watch it. Was like oh, I still have to watch it with like a critical eye and shit. Uh-huh. And then Saturday spent most of my day like putting the the oscar prediction article together and stuff like that maybe taking breaks here and there mm. and then oh yeah and i got drunk on friday too i think that's another part of it as well i thought you would have gotten uh enough of the drunk the drunkenness yeah because we were drinking sunday night that that sunday night too. oh that's right before <sighs> that you're right Maybe that's it. Maybe because I'm... I think I'm j- it's partly that, but also here's mm. my hot take. Okay. okay. How hot is it? It's very hot. Uh, what's it's it like that. Okay. That's not too hot. Let's go on. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, okay. That's the hottest <laughs> take of them all. It's the hottest take. Yeah. Okay. That, that's it? <laughs> Look, you know how I snapped at Cameron the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hear me out. Okay. You feel like that right now about how you feel like you've been just on the go, on the go. Mm-hmm. Imagine having two children that don't stop talking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that encompasses all the extra work that you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like fuck yeah like i can't get away from it you know what i you know what i think it might be as well um i haven't what mamas come here mamas you gotta Mm. hold her while you're doing the podcast i know right i'm gonna start hold hold on (laughs) all right never mind next time i know right (laughs) um i think what i think what it also is is i haven't really had a moment to like to myself like because like if i like if, if i'm if I'm working my nine to five, I'm working in the office. Or if not, I'm working here because you have the computer and everything. Um, or you have the monitors that I can use. And then so I'm working nonstop. Then the girls come over and then you're here and I'm like interacting. So like I haven't had a moment where I'm like, all right, let me just turn everything off mm-hmm. and just like watch something for like a couple hours. I don't, I don't think I have. I don't think I've had that in no. like a week or something like that. No. 
probably gonna do that today. You also get in. Oh, this, I think this is part of what my hot take was. You get mm-hmm. into a weird headspace. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. When you start to, when you turn on, when you finally turn that part of your brain on, where you're like, okay, I'm gonna start doing my thing now, mm-hmm. not work, not the podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, like not going out and doing things well, once you turn that part of your brain on that's like hyper focused on what you want to do for yourself like or mm. for our stuff mm. you turn into a weird person yeah you said that i, I like that's like a number of days ago you were like okay you're being weird and i said like no oh no i th- and i remember because when we were at the secret movie club and you're like oh you're being kind of weird and i was like no no i'm just like kind of like focusing on stuff right now and you said like no it's it's different it is different yeah. because it's like kind of both, right? You get almost so focused that your depression comes in. Mm. It's it's like you can't cope with that level of energy. Mm. So they both come in at the same time. Okay. You know what I mean? You tell me what to think. <laughs> Such a woman thing. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I, I get so what you're maybe saying. that's the next phase of you working on... Well, just your brain like, like trying to find the balance or like how to i know right and you know what like straight up this week's still gonna be fucking busy like the, the other thing in secret movie club there's like some shows i gotta watch for WonderCon this weekend there's mm-hmm. like research i gotta get to get. fuck right but mm-hmm. you can still work on things and not throw your brain into it so badly that you can't cope I guess you're right. Yeah. I just think it's like the mm. level of focus you put on things. Yeah. Yeah. But like, because the, it gets to the point where mm. I can't even interact with you. Well, I mean, that's, that's the best part of our relationship. You don't have to, you don't get to interact with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, like mm-hmm. when we went to the, um, improv thing, the, the, the secret movie club thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was happy to be there and I still enjoyed myself, but I might as well have gone by myself. Yeah. You should have. I don't know why you came with me. No, <laughs> I guess because like there, I, like because I don't get me wrong, I was enjoying that night. Like I was laughing my ass off, mm-hmm. but still, like the times where I wasn't laughing, I was like, oh, let me write shit down. I got like I get know. this stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be. I, I doubt it's gonna be that that serious. Um, the next time I go over there, because now that I've actually been to the space and like kind of examined the place, you know, now I can be like, all right, let me just focus on like the atmosphere or like what's going on. Yeah, and it's okay, because I still put up with your shit. Yeah, you have to. I don't have to. Yeah, you I could walk Shh. away. You made a blood oath. No. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. You are conscious, but you made a blood oath. <laughs> <laughs> I make a blood oath every month. Yeah. A donation to our friendship. <laughs> Let's get to the next segment. <laughs> what do we got? Next, we're going to do our recent review of Deep Water. Why are you the only man who wants to stay with me? I don't know. But you do? I do. That's good. Mm. Why is mom so different around other people? I think this is who she is. You love me? Of course. You're not born 
that she's comfortable flaunting all these relationships around all of us? You're better than that. She's different. That's what I like about her. I just want to feel joy in my life. You want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? Not really. This isn't a game, Melinda. It's always been a game. The synopsis is... A well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Lovers. Directed by Adrian Lin, written by Zach Helm and Sam Levinson. It's based on the book by Patricia Highsmith, and it stars Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. I know you told me I don't have to go any further, mm-hmm. but I really like Grace Jenkins, and I want to mention that Jacob Elordi from Euphoria is also in this movie. He's like in it for like no, no, no. 10 he's, minutes. As I said, he's in it. He's in it. He okay. doesn't really star in it, but uh-huh. I'm, always, I'm I don't know. He's a fucking dick in Euphoria. It's really hard for me not to see him as anything other than Nate. That's the thing. Every time you like say his name, I'm like, who? And then you go, Nate. Oh, yeah. Because that's I all. I, that's, that's like... Um, See, I don't remember the kid's name. The kid who played fucking Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Like, he's <laughs> I never jo- knew his he's, name. He's Joffrey. Like, fuck that guy. He's Joffrey. <laughs> um, I always mention him when I see him because he's such. He plays such a good asshole that I'm like, oh look, it's that guy. Uh, he's yeah. not even my type, but I do have like a little like. He's kind of handsome. How do you say his last name? Jacob Elordi. Elordi. I I did see a um I did see a suggestion or kind of like a. Yeah, a suggestion on Facebook about that about that cat saying that like oh he probably be a, he probably wouldn't make a good uh, Cyclops for and for uh, X Men whenever like Marvel gets oh, yeah. that off the ground. And I was like I can picture that. Yeah, he's like young enough where they want to keep him on for like a number of pictures and stuff like that. But he's I don't know he's got that he's got that Nate stank on him. It's like that's just on him. But isn't Cyclops kind of a dick too? He's the, here's the thing. Cyclops gets so much shit and it's because it's because of those X-Men movies, right? Cyclops is actually a fucking badass, right? He's like a straight up badass. He's like team leader and all that kind of stuff. There's even multiple times in comic book where Wolverine's like Oh, where yeah. Wolverine's kind of the fucking pussy Wolver- or whatever. No, and- Wolverine's an asshole. Wolverine's like a straight up asshole. No, I know that, but I'm saying like he makes himself look bad. He's like a little bitch because of his little attitude that he wants to have. Mm-hmm. And then Cyclops usually comes out on top in the fucking like the animated series because mm-hmm. he was more of like a gentleman and like mm-hmm. a t- a leader. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like a bunch of there's like a bunch of great storylines using um, Cyclops and like what he's done with the X Men and. All this like super crazy shit, uh, but we're not here to talk about X Men. We're here to talk about the magnificent, thrilling, erotic thriller that is Deep Doo Doo. Deep Doo Doo. <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you think of this movie, Kelsey? I feel like honestly, wait, preference everybody. I think we're just gonna shit on this movie for like a good 20, 30 minutes or something. Yeah, I think we're going to. Let okay. me tell you the good stuff about it. Okay. Okay, reason why I mentioned Grace Jenkins, mm-hmm. who played the daughter Trixie, mm-hmm. is because honestly, they should have made the movie about her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they should have made it of her, from her perspective. Yes. Oh shit. Okay. All she's right. such like she's so fucking amazing. I get That's scared true. when I find when I mm-hmm. watch something. Mm-hmm. And it's a young child with talent like that. Mm-hmm. I get actually kind of scared. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like this person exists in the world who probably could p- 
plot like plot my murder and get away with it, and they're only like six. <laughs> Are you talking about your your youngest, right? She's eleven. Uh, oh, okay. So that, oh, that means she. Yeah, that means she's 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 dragging her feet. She's she, to catch up. She's smart enough to, but she's too lazy to. So, <laughs> so I'm safe. I know, she's like, you know, mom, I would kill you, but I'm gonna go read this book now. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Grace Jenkins was mm-hmm. amazing. I did like her. I I I did find it bothersome how how they made her. How like she's like so studious in the in the in the movie of of she's like why is mommy like that with her friends or like like in the third act when she's like we're not leaving like that kind of like <laughs> observation to be pretty much like yeah like fucked up shit is happening in this house that wasn't her fault that was how she was written yeah yeah and I can't wait till we get into that okay um, Ben Affleck always mm-hmm. has this look on his face mm-hmm. like. He can't decide if he's done with the shit <laughs> yeah. or if he's slightly amused by how stupid everybody yeah. is. <laughs> I and I feel yeah. like he looks like that even when he's uh-huh. around J-Lo. Like, he has to, it's almost like he has permanent bitch face. Well, okay, with, with this movie, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I feel like he... He's doing this because he's like, Ugh, I need the money right now. I'm about yeah, to buy. Anna Darmus is hot. So. I know. I'm about to buy like this sixty million dollar mansion with J Lo and shit. Like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does have that. Like, I couldn't be bothered with this shit. Kind of this kind of face. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be curious of like, because like him and him and uh, what's her name? Anna de Anna de Armo. That's who you said. Armis. Armis. Anna de Armis. They like because they dated like maybe a year or two years ago. Oh, they like, did. Yeah, you don't know. No. Check this out. Funny story, right? This is this is a real thing, right? When they broke up, okay, there's a picture of of Ben. There's several pictures of Ben Affleck carrying a cardboard cutout of Anna de Armas and uh-huh. throwing it in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> And now they're on screen together. Yeah, yeah, but there's like it. it, it, I don't know if it. I don't know if it was found out or anything. If it was like his idea or her idea, or you know, had the cardboard cut out. But it's something so fucking weird and so random. Like what the fuck? So I'm like kind of curious about like the dynamic between the two when they have to play this like married couple. They have to have like these you know supposedly steamy like sex scenes and shit like that. I think supposedly because some of it was like very fucking funny. Yeah. Um, like you could see why they broke up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's it's weird. It's I mean, it's not weird. I feel like in this movie we got a view of their not of like not not like of how their relationship was, but like the age difference between the two. Mm-hmm. He's like I think he's maybe like fifteen, sixteen years older than her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of has this very like bubbly attitude, like I want to go out, I want to go do this, or like kind of like just very happy go lucky. He's probably like, I just want to stay home and watch the fucking news. Yeah, or like I want to watch the whatever, whatever team he's in. The Boston. Dodgers, the Red Sox. Is it the Red? I think it's yeah, the Red, it's Sox. The Red Sox. Yeah, I want to stay home and watch the Red Sox, and she's like. She's like, Benny. Let's go out to the game and watch the Red Sox. I know. Come on, Benny. Like, <laughs> like cutesy name. He's like, ugh. <laughs> um, what did you what did you think this think of this wonderful, magnificent story? If I was dating him, I'd call him Ben Lecky. Ben Lecky. <laughs> yeah. Ben Lecky. 
Yeah. Fuck that. That relationship <laughs> would last like thirty seconds. <laughs> you would be like been lucky. Nope. Done with you. Bye. I know. I love you, been lucky. <laughs> Uh, so story, um, man, the story's bad. <laughs> the story's awful. Yeah, there's like a series of like plots that aren't explained like at all. I feel like they're mm. trying too hard to be edgy. Yeah. Like, look at us. We're showing an open relationship and how it could work. Like, <laughs> One-sided. <laughs> yeah, he knows about her relationships. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. But like... They it, they fail, and it really comes off to me like, mm-hmm. um, like a novel, like, like, you know those novels that women were reading in like the nineties and the early two thousands. Oh, like 2000s? those ste- those steamy like airplane novels and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally is like that, but not adapted for the TV for the screen. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's like. Like Kelsey has said, it's based off the novel. Um, it's based off a novel by the same name, and I think the novel was written like in 1952. Um, Which but, it would have. It was really progressive for that time, I think. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, I felt like they try to update it too much, or try to like make it more, more with like the times to try to like give it like that edge, or like, oh, this is something, you know, that's happening, you know. Every, not every day, happening but now. Yeah, happening now. Yeah, <laughs> but I felt like if maybe if they set it back in like let's say they did set it back in the nineteen fifties, I mm-hmm. think that would actually have worked out better because um, the idea of like this couple and their dynamic mm-hmm. that's nothing new now at all. Like that's like yeah, we see that all the time with like certain celebrities or politicians or whatever or like. We get a sense of that, right? Mm-hmm. But setting it in the fifties, it might have been like, "Ooh, it was, it's very taboo of that time," or something like that. I think it would have been cool. It, mm-hmm. Like that wouldn't have saved it. No, I'm not saying it was saved it, but it would have definitely better. made better. Yeah. Yeah. I think what would have saved it is if they would have made them both intelligent. Instead, they mm. made him a cuck and her fucking bratty. Like not even bratty, like uh. Like the women my brother would fucking date. Oh, yeah. Just completely psychotic. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, nothing matters to them as long as they have someone around mm-hmm. to like push around yeah. and abuse. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of one good thing I actually liked about it. One good thing? Other than the little girl? It looked nice. I don't yeah, like the way it was shot. I like the cinematography is not too bad. But some of the so- the shots were weird. Well, some of the, the cinematography is like not weird, bad. Weird like Dutch, Dutch shots and like oh Dutch angles and shit like that. Yeah, like there were a couple yeah. in there. I was like, oh, if I was watching this with a mark, I'd have pointed that out. He'd know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, and and uh, the homegirl's name Grace Jenkins, the one who played Trixie. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. I really did like that child. I think because she was, well, her performance was good, mm-hmm. you know, given what she was with. But she, also, she was very adorable. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Because she, she actually reminds me a lot of, now I think about it, she actually reminds me a lot of my um, my friend on the East Coast right now. Mm-hmm. She has a little daughter that looks just like her. Oh. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's her. That's cute. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of uh, Adrian Lynn's direction? Um... 
I always have a hard time with this one. Okay. I thought some of the the shots were weird. Mm-hmm. Um, As you said, like the, like unnecessary Dutch angles. Yeah. Okay. Um, or I think there was one scene where it was like the camera was like rotating in a weird way. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah. It was like to show like uh, mental instability or something. Oh, okay, okay. But it just oversold it. It, was, mm. it made it cheesy. Mm. Um, I think that the movie felt like it was kind of all over the place. Oh, he absolutely. Not, he did not do a good job of making sure it was a cohesive story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's mm. like certain plots that, ha- like I said, that, like this movie is filled with a ton of plot holes. So I don't know if that's him or the studio, but like it felt like. Things were missing. Mm-hmm. Maybe like some things were missing. Yeah, yeah. Or they just did a bad job. Yeah, like one thing, like one thing they never actually get into is like, yeah. Why was, does he have the snails? Well, okay. Oh, actually, I found out why. Yeah, but you have to find out why. I know I have to find out why. The movie doesn't convey it at all why he has these fucking snails. Um, uh, but like. Uh, okay, like for example, like uh, Ben Affleck's Ben Affleck's and Ana de um, de Armas' um, performance. I mean, the, like their characters, Vic and Melinda. Like, wh- like why? I, like, why? Why with the relationship? Like, like he, like she doesn't want. She doesn't want to divorce him. He doesn't like want to divorce her. What happened? Like, why is she like this? Yeah. Like, there's no explanation why he liked this other than that, like, she's, like, fucking other guys and, like, taunting it in front of him. And then why did he have a child with her? Yeah. And why, and, he, and why isn't he making the life better for his kid not growing up with that? Yeah. And, like, why is he, like, sticking around? Like, yeah. Like, I'm sure he can get a divorce and it would be okay because of all the infidelities she flaunts around. Yeah. Like, even his friends know. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say without getting into spoilers. I just, we need, oh, you want to get into the underlying message before we go into spoilers? No, let's say that for the, let's say that for the, okay, this is what we'll do. Let's, let's, let's kind of, yeah, actually, let's talk about the underlying message or what we think it is and try not to go into spoilers. If that, can you do that? This this movie is so um, simple in premise. Uh-huh. I would say. Uh-huh. I don't really think there's like if you look at mine, I don't really have any any spoilers in there. It's just oh, an idea. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. So I think obviously I think the underlying message is about is obviously toxic marriage, but how that actually destroys more of the people around. It destroys it. Not only destroys the people within, it destroys the people like around it. Like it's a fucking, it's a bomb. It's just, it's a fifty mile radius and shit like that. Oh yeah, like a nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah. I have a few. I have, um, it's how toxic outside opinion becomes entangled in other people's relationships and can inform a certain outcome. Can you get? Can you give an example of that, or is that more? Um, just because, like you mm. know, like even in the trailers, the friends are like, "Hey, why are you letting her do this?" Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the choice he made. Oh and yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're unsettling him from the choice that he made, and he's going to be even more unhappy. Yeah, that that I can definitely see that because maybe he's kind of come to like in his mind, he's like, "Okay, I can deal with this." 
in here. An outside voice is going to like fuck up that balance I've already kind of found. Yeah. Okay. Uh, broken people are attracted to each other. How is he broke? Well. He's broken because he's willing to put up with her shit. Yeah. But like, I, it's it's funny because like, I feel like there's like an inkling of something more in him that's broken other than like the he's relationship. like an obsession type thing. I, I know. It's a right? different type of broken. Okay. Yeah. So he is like, he, he comes off as, he does come off as obsessive, but it's so, it's so translated poorly that you're just like. Like, you get, like, small tidbits of, like, I guess well, he is. Well, to me, the fact that he's with her at all, there's something wrong with him. Because mm. any self-respecting person would be like, nah. Yeah. You're too much. Yeah. Goodbye. Gotcha. Um, and then the third one I have is, uh, no matter how smart children are, they will never understand all the nuances of a relationship and are, and are often emotionally harmed by the adults in their life. Hmm. So you think little Trixie's going to be all fucked up? Yeah, she's gonna be she's gonna be like her mother. I mean, I don't but, know. But she's gonna have the best of both. She's gonna be super fucking smart like her father, uh, and she's gonna be totally fucking reckless like he, her mother. Is he smart? Yes. Do you say he's smart just because he just because he said he invented a chip? Yeah, they, I mean, it. there's no proof, but they said <laughs> it, so it must be true. Yeah, it must be true, right? <laughs> I think she's gonna be fine given what happened at the at the end credits. End credits. I think she's going to be just joyous. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to hop in the spoiler section for this fantastical, wonderful erotic thriller called Deep Water. You can talk about it in great lengths. Deep doo doo. Deep doo doo. Deep doo doo water. <laughs> so, for those who don't want to be spoiled, Deep uh, watery doo doo. Who don't want to be spo- people who don't want to be spoiled uh, with deep watery doo doo? Here's your spoiler <laughs> bumper right about now. So deep watery doo doo. Yes. Um, I like as soon as the mics came on, I had like a little bit of air escape out of my like, throat. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so the snails. Let's talk about the snails, right? Let's just go about, go about the snails first. All right, so I found this article from Entertainment Week- Weekly. <laughs> Winkly. Entertainment Weekly, right? <laughs> Um, so the, the this this was an interview with a snail wrangler on deep water. I love how they're called a snail wrangler. Like they they're ra- fucking they wi- them wiry. <laughs> yeah, they gotta bring them wild ass fucking snails and <laughs> catch them out in the wild. You know, <laughs> the professional for this. So the uh, the snail wrangler by the name of Max Atten said. Um, Said this about the snails in the book and in the movie. Okay, because apparently snails are in the book as well. Okay. Okay. And in the this is what he said. And in the book and in the movie, I hope this came through the fidelity of these two snails. They were a foil for Ben and Anna's characters. Uh, even these dumb animals, these very simple animals without uh, even really brains, as you know, by definition, exhibit the kind of love and fidelity that these humans are seemingly incapable of the draw of the snails for ben's character is that it's almost like peering into a world that he desires and he can't have 
That was the meaning of the snake. <laughs> that sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> I haven't read that, actually, when you were still working and I was just going through the docket. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that just sounds like they want to say that to sound smart. I know. It sounds like it sounds like they're reaching. But that, that makes sense, mm-hmm. though. Okay, how's that? I mean, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm saying it mm. brings to mind when she ends up... Mm. Finally, towards the end, when Ana de Armas ends up in his um, snail area. Yeah. Oh, she finds the wallet that's for some reason there. But remember, she steps on a snail just before she finds the wallet. Uh-huh. So that's like a foreshadowing. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So would you... Now, when you say foreshadowing, like, what, what do you mean? Like, a bit more details on, on foreshadowing? Like, it's like um, if either she... Something in her broke or mm. something in her realized, mm. was about to realize that something in him was broken, but mm. she, like the cracking sound of the shell. So maybe, maybe she had, maybe she had more of an understanding of, of, of Vic, the, the mm, I don't think, it, I don't think consciously it made mm. her understand him at all. Yeah. Honestly, there's no understanding between either of them. Mm. She loves the fact that he's going to kill for her. Mm-hmm. And she plays this game of, oh, my God, no. Mm-hmm. And Which she does, like, uh, she f- flips uh, a couple times in the I know, movie. and it's annoying. Yeah. Um, and he plays the part of, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm going to kill you, but I'm cool. <laughs> well, he's never going to kill her. Because remember, he kills for her. And that's how she knows he loves her. I know. Mm-hmm. Murder is a serious aphrodisiac. But she still gets, you know... Her fucking in. Do you think that she still does it after everything that happened? After she yes. got, after she gets like full confirmations that like he kills people for her and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. She probably she probably gets. No, I don't want to be crass. I'm not gonna be crass. What? You should do it anyway. No, I'm gonna be crass. Okay. No. <laughs> I was gonna say that she just enjoys it much more now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so so now that you, that you said that about the foreshadowing, I, I. But I think they wanted you to pick up like somehow we're all supposed to be snail experts. I and know, know right? That maybe she accidentally killed mm-hmm. a pair, like one of the pair of mm-hmm. the snails that are like in a relationship together. Yeah, like maybe if they, maybe if like. Maybe if, like, um, and this is just, like, a, you know, obviously now we're going to start giving our opinion of, like, what sh- they should have done and made it maybe translate a little bit better. But, like, like you said about the killing of the snail, mm-hmm. maybe they could have gave us more of an idea of, like, oh, there's these two particular snails that, like, are, like, obviously a couple or some sort, you mm-hmm. know? A, a throwaway line that comes back later, like a fucking boomerang and shit like that. And she, like, kills, like... <gasps> The other, like this, one of the snail's lovers or something like that. She's like, oh my God. And then it dawns on her and she's like, oh. I'm a snail murderer. I know. Oh, these people are now going to be sad. They're, these snails are going to be sad and alone. I know. Oh my God. I know. I know how I feel. And all that stupid shit. But no, we didn't get any of that. <laughs> um, Guess what? What? There's another uh, analogy. Okay. What is snail? What do snails have? Shells. What do you feel like Ben Affleck's character was in the whole time? He was in a shell. In his oh, own shell. In he, a shell, yeah. He was in a former shell of himself. No, after everything <laughs> happened, he's a former shell of himself. Yeah. 
No, but he was in his shell. Like, he wouldn't dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, You okay. know, like, he was always holding back. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that dancing He was... always had to play the straight man, too. And then she's like, you're boring. And it's like, okay, but if you're constantly acting a fool, mm-hmm. the other person in the relationship kind of has to compensate for it. Okay. So, if, if that's the case, am I the fool... In our in our relationship, because I feel like I feel like I can be too. Like, and there's been uh, even going back to um, as recent as like that the movie X that I can kind of have a little bit of a too much of a hopeful hopeful look at certain things, or it'll be be a little too joyish about something, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like like Mark, just stop that. Just you're like more like realistic than I am. I'm more realistic, but mm-hmm. also. Um... I feel like maybe there are ways in which you're a little bit too, like, fast and loose with certain things. Like, the way you do things or, like, emotions and different things. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to, like, kind of keep a distance or, like, steady myself. Mm -hmm. So I can't fully, like, let myself out. Oh, okay. You mean let yourself out of your shell. That's exactly what I mean. Well, let's go ahead and find some snails. Crack, crack some shells, and then you'll no longer be in hell? <laughs> uh, let's, instead of snails, let's just use um, walnuts. Walnuts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're delicious. And oh. you can crack their shells. I don't really like walnuts. They're too, and, they're and you too won't dry feel bad about me. it. They're too dry for me. They are very dry. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Let's do brazil nuts. Those are good. Can we just do, uh, what's those green nuts? Pistachios? This is pistachios. Oh, they're too salty. Talk about They're not salty enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so then let's do this. You'll eat snails and I'll eat pistachios. No. It's cargoot. I know, right? Um, I am French after all. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, so uh, we alluded to it earlier. What plots do not make sense in this in this movie since we're now in the spoiler section <laughs> what plots don't make sense okay uh, first and foremost <laughs> don the, oh the writer the writer yeah that old ass fucking dude mm-hmm. who was married with someone who was younger than him mm-hmm. and then he's out of nowhere super fucking suspicious of ben affleck's character yeah, he just like super and like up in that guy's go. business. And yeah. he's like annoying as fuck and everyone's like leave him alone and he's like oh, I'm going to hire a private investigator. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what's missing is the way Anna de Armas' character mm-hmm. could manipulate people. Like, oh yeah. You know like like if I were her, mm-hmm. I would go to him with a sob story and mm-hmm. And because she's so pretty and, like, probably really believable and really can turn on the charm. Yeah. Like, I feel like a scene like that is missing to connect. Yeah. Like, and and the fact that he probably has, like, a, like, a, like, a knight in shining armor complex. Yeah. Right? Like, you might get that from his wife in passing and comment or something. You don't get Mm -hmm. that either. So... So it doesn't make sense. Like, if he doesn't have a knight in shining armor complex, uh, and she never went to him and said, hey, I have suspicions about my husband, then yeah. why the fuck is he 
up in his business. Yeah, yeah. Other than like, I like I don't know. I don't like I, the fact that like the dude is a writer. I feel like, I, like I said, I, I haven't read the book, so I would imagine that in the book is a, is a lot more detailed. But I would have to imagine since dude's a writer, he's more. Because writers are curious. They're curious about personalities. They're curious about people and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the things that makes that makes a person a writer. Because you want to know something about something or someone. And you want to like write about it. It's something that's just intriguing. You're naturally curious, mm-hmm. right? And Which, they do try to play it off like that. Yeah, but like it, it's done so poorly. It's more He more just kind of gives them like that shifty eye like during that conversation at the party. I'm going to say that you're like that. Mm-hmm. You're the curious person. About other people. I yeah. feel like I know people enough to fucking stay away. Mm. You're curious about people in a way that makes you want to go out and meet them. Mm. And all. And so actually, if I'm going to be honest, I'm a little uh, skeptical, uh, skeptical of our mm. new podcast that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, I'll wait and see how it goes. Mm. Like, I want to create with you. So whatever. But it's not. But I'm still kind of like, do I do we, you really want to meet new people? Like... <laughs> Like, people create because it makes them happy. Like, mm-hmm. what else do you want to know? <laughs> I, I, but, but I mean, uh-huh. but as far as like the darker side of people, I feel like I've met, I've grew up with enough people to uh, know that I can read, I can know when they're around. Yeah. So like, there's a difference with how he behaved. Mm-hmm. The 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 Don character. The, right? Yeah, the writer yeah, and yeah. what. I feel like right like writers actually are like because yeah. if I think of someone who's creative, I would think of you as someone who wants to go out and meet new people. Mm-hmm. So you have more material. So you, so you don't see me hiring a private eye to get in somebody else's business and shit. Like <laughs> well, that. no, the thing is, I feel like they wrote Dawn more like me. Ah, oh, to like to like cement the idea of like yeah, this person. Yeah, like is I that. fucking know this person yeah. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm not that fucking nosy, but yeah. uh, Don by played by Tracy Tracy Letts. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not that nosy, but I, uh, still, I'm really fucking skeptical of people. And that part was so fucking. Stupid. Since we're on, since we're on the the Don the Don character, that shit was so stupid at the end, where like um, where Vic goes down to like get rid of the body or to make sure like Tony's body. Uh-huh. It's like in the water or what, which which doesn't really make sense because he's like placed in a part of the water where it's just it's easily accessible. You can just walk to it, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like pushing it down like the river or some shit. Okay, um, but like how that how that Don care just kind of just shows. Oh well, you told me that like she called, she made a phone call to somebody. She yeah, she made a phone call, but they didn't really tell you who it was. Yeah. And then that's when the writer showed up to the fucking the gorge, yeah. is what they call it. Okay, so if the, so if the writer, if the if Don gets a call from Melinda, oh, I think Vic did this or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Why would he go there by himself, or at least not with like a weapon of some sort? This is the part that makes me think it's a lot more like a. Mm. I think this is the exact part where I was like, this is straight up a fucking novel. Yeah, yeah. Because people in the novels always find themselves one-on-one with the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it's never any different. Yeah, like... That's Until good. someone else comes and saves the day or something. Yeah, that's good. That's like the confrontation kind of scene where, like, all is revealed and all that kind of yeah. shit. Even though it's, 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 played, it's played out so stupidly where he's like... 
driving down this road and he's like doing like 60 on, on this dirt w- on this winding road and like ben affleck is just on a bike right keeping up with it, Keep it up. the dude didn't have to do no, 60 no and then they separated okay yeah uh-huh and somehow, after all that time, uh, they met up the way they did down lower. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't make sense because it felt like he was driving for so long. Mm-hmm. And Ben Affleck would have overshot him yeah. if he would have took that cut right then. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it, Ben Affleck? Or was it his stunt double <laughs> that you can obviously <laughs> see in a bunch of the shots? Um, I, but- have, I have another thing to bring up about the body in the gorge. Okay. Okay. Um. I got a sense that when he killed Tony, uh-huh. he was framing his wife. Really? Yeah. How so? Did you see what he tied, used to tie? He tied uh, the dog leash. That's what he used. Was it a dog leash? It was a dog leash, yeah. Because remember, he had the dog with him. Oh, okay, never you, mind. You thought it was like the purse hand to hunt. I thought it was a purse strap. I, th- I thought it was too, but I was like, why is it? Because like they had the shot on it, like if it was going to mean something, but then it was like, no, that's just the dog leash. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. I was like, so in my mind, because I thought mm-hmm. that's what was going on, mm-hmm. the fact that he went back to the gorge was him trying to correct it. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, he, he did see the body... Uh, um, but see, it, like, okay, so let's say, let's just say that was the case, right? That he was going to frame his wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, there was like never, like, uh, there was. To like, get back at her. To, I don't, to get back at her, but like, like. Like, I, I felt like things had already gotten so bad that uh-huh. he probably felt like there really was no way back out of it. Uh-huh. Because she already was really suspicious of him and people mm-hmm. were following him and uh-huh. like. Things were so bad between them, but it would still make no sense because, like, let's say, if, let's say if he, if he, if it was the, the purse handle, he tied it up and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, everything would have came out like, let's say the cops would arrested him, arrested her. I guess, I guess, okay, like, we're, I know we're just doing hypotheticals that probably would work better if they had wrote it into the script, but maybe like. If he like did the whole tie up thing and stuff like that, and the cops would have got him, it would have been like a power trip of like, yeah, see, I can frame you for this murder and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though she would have like gotten off because they would have been like, oh no, she was here at this time, like because he was killed at this time, this time, or something. Because you know how they can. She was home with the daughter. Mm. Hmm. Who was too young to be a reliable? You sure? Because she was very studious in this movie. <laughs> She's still too young. Like that show would get thrown out in court. Yeah. 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 Okay. Also, the uh, fact that she mm-hmm. is the one who suggested they go have lunch at the gorge. Who the after wife? he killed the Tony? Wife, uh, the, uh, the daughter or the wife? The wife. Uh huh. After he killed Tony and put him in the gorge. So do you think that she kind of knew that he he killed him at the gorge? No. Oh, it was just kind of happenstance. Or right, whatever? but I'm saying that would have been something that i've been like ask her who mm. suggested lunch mm. and where we had it i think it's funny how we're trying to like fill in the plot holes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> to like make it a better i know but story. it's funny because i feel like it's like a dam with a bunch of holes yeah. you stick your finger in one yeah, hole and another, another one comes, comes out, out and you're like fuck <laughs> um uh oh yeah so one more thing um 
as I mentioned earlier, uh, I did enjoy uh, Grace Jenkins' performance it, it, with the credits, where she just like singing. It's like she's like singing like some eight some seventies classic song and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's so random, so out of place. It's like it happens for like what, like two, three minutes? And she's like in it. She's like and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the movie then like cut the to black. That's end. it. Yeah. End. Fiend. <laughs> you mean Finn. No, Fiend. <sighs> Whatever. That's how you pronounce it. Fiend? Yeah, it's Fiend. Well, this is America. We we pronounce it Finn. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Don't this is America. We pronounce it. This shit is done. Get the fuck out of here. I know. Now. Right? Yeah. Don't watch this movie. This movie's garbage. No. Actually, watch this movie and just laugh. Drink and laugh. Yeah. Drink and laugh. Yeah. That's all. This movie is is drinking and laugh material. Also, I think uh, Anna Darmus looks mm. a lot like Tiffany Thiessen in one particular scene. Oh yeah, you kept saying that. Yeah, you yeah. did say that. Yeah. You know what? Actually, this movie it makes me very curious for her Marilyn Monroe movie that she's doing. For Netflix, mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to be NC seventeen. Really? So I'm super curious. I'm interested because I've never seen her lose her accent. And I don't think she can do it. Oh yeah, she had that accent in this one. I've and never seen her with, without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I mean, Nicole Kidman lost her Australian accent for well, she's she been, actually she's did kind of sound like Lucille Ball when I saw her on the Oscars, mm-hmm. but she didn't look like her. Yeah, they look both of them look like great value Ricardos. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> she's like she's like uh, Nicole Kidman's like. Good evening, Governor. I'm Lucille Ball, <laughs> and this is my husband, Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> you mean you mean Lily James did that? No, Lily James is. <laughs> <laughs> see the difference <laughs> it's funny because what she was she was one of the first ones to show up at the oscars like uh-huh. on the stage i'm like oh it's your favorite person and you're like who and i'm like lily james and you're like oh i'm lily james, oh, lily james. <laughs> it's my great impersonation of her <laughs> am i gonna do that in front of her if i ever do probably <laughs> <laughs> so uh hello sir i hear you're a fan what's your name Oi. <laughs> and I love you and me in Baby Driver. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> what we got next? Next, we are going to do our variety time. guys you know what we gotta talk about it was the oscars mm-hmm. and there was a slap yeah but w- before we before we talk about the slap you want to just talk about the winners real quick yeah i know that's okay. why i said it was the oscars and then it was a slap so oh, okay. we'll do the oscars and then we'll do the slap then we'll do the slap okay <laughs> um okay so uh as as expected uh dune won almost all of the technical uh, awards. Um, let me see. So, yeah, Dune won for like what sound uh, for sound original score. Uh, it also won for editing. Editing. Uh, it didn't win for makeup and hairstyle. That went to the eyes of Tammy Faye, which I did not agree with. Mm. 
and uh, cinematography, which totally agreed with that. Uh, yeah. Production design, visual effects. Yeah, it, like I said, it won all the technical awards. Um, uh, and Kels, be free to like stop me if there's anything that you're like, I don't agree with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, best supporting actress was, uh, how do you say it? Ariana DeBose. 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 Uh, totally agree with that. Which one's that one? West Side Story. Oh yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I, I like. I was just like, yeah, she's gonna win, like hands down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then I like her speech too. Oh yeah, she had a really touching speech. Um, I was really stoked that Coda won for best adapted screenplay. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people who said like, oh, it's like the out of, out of the whole bunch, it's like the weakest. I didn't really think it was the weakest. I I don't know. I kind of, I, re- I, I honestly, I would have went for Drive My Car. Um. Like it was like those those two choices. Either drive my car would have, my opinion, drive my car would have won. If not, I would definitely have taken Coda. So I love the fact that Coda won for that and for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly thought the Academy was going to be like, no, don't look up wins. <laughs> and it didn't win for anything, did it? Was it? Jack shit. Thank God. Yeah, that movie was not good. Um, and of course, uh, animated movie Encanto that was that was going to win. Um, so stoked that Troy uh, Kotzer won for Best Supporting Actor. Um, yes, I love that. That made me so happy. I really thought they were going to give it to Cody Smith McPhee. I really thought they were going to mm-hmm. give it to them. Give it to him. Even though I would, I personally wanted Troy to win, but it's the Academy. I thought like because at the time it was always it was all about like Power of the Dog is going to win everything because you know it's such a great film and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, film editing. Surprised that Dune won. Because um, I, I thought Titic Boom would have won. I didn't watch that, so I don't know. It was really great. Um, the editing was like really, really spot on. So that's why, because it was kind of like fast paced, but it was like it flowed so effort, effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So I thought Titic Boom was going to win. Um, documentary feature. Now, I know you didn't watch, I know you didn't watch Summer of Soul. Uh, I did, and I did watch Flea. I was actually going for Flea. Mm. Uh, Summer Soul was really good, but it's fully kind of really stuck with me more. And it, it was done so well mm. uh, because so I, I, cause but I, in the end, it didn't really matter. I know. Right. Um, so like if so the premise of Flea is that it follows this kid, uh, this, this refugee um, from I, I think from Iran, Iran, Iraq or one of the Middle Eastern countries. Right. Um, and like. He doesn't want to reveal himself, so the entire thing is done in animated form, right? And they actually do, like, different forms of animation. Mm-hmm. There's this one form that I thought was really dope is whenever he talks about, like, a certain person or a number of people who were, like, evil to him or, like, monsters to him, like, while he's trying to, like, cross the border and, and get to safety, mm-hmm. he, like, the animation ju- changes to, like, the people look like monsters, right? Uh-huh. Like, kind of a gray and black and white, like, shadowy creatures and stuff like that. And it was really cool how they were doing it. Mm-hmm. I can see why it didn't win, because it was so depressing. <laughs> I don't think that necessarily would um, stop a movie from winning stuff, because, like, mm-hmm. didn't Le Miserable, like, win a lot of shit? When it was yeah. released, and that's a really fucking depressing. Yeah. So that's not why it didn't win. Yeah. Um, no time to die. Original score. Original song. Uh, my mom was thrilled about that. The original score. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. For for Billie Eilish to win because apparently she's like a huge Billie Eilish fan. I know. I was like, 
right. I, I don't know. It was so funny because we were watching her perform it, and I was really into it. And I even thought her live performance was better mm-hmm. than on the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you were just like on your phone. I'm like, oh, he doesn't care. It's I didn't care. It just... I, th- I, like, thought, I, I, I thought really it was get right. into just, like the depth of her voice and mm-hmm. like how she how it quivers sometimes and mm-hmm. like I don't know I just she's really good. It was good. I don't know. T- to me, I, I guess like to me like Skyfall is like up there by um by sung by Adele. Yeah, but that already. <laughs> I know, but like I don't know. Like I felt like I've heard the peak James Bond song oh, okay. with like Adele. Like don't get me wrong. Like I I thought her. Billy Eilish's song of No Time to Die was good, but kind of didn't care. Yeah. Enough to, like, not be on my phone. So it's funny, because you're like, it's not that I didn't care. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was live, I was live tweeting the event. You ah. know, that's, it, it's, come on, it's my Super Bowl. Well, no, I felt like you were live tweeting the event, but you also weren't paying attention. <laughs> not paying attention. I had one eye at the at the TV, the other eye like on my phone. Like a chameleon. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, international feature. Uh, drive my car. I I I knew that if that had won, that was going to be it. It was not going to win for a best screenplay, a best adapted screenplay, or best picture or di- director. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the Academy was like, well, we don't want another parasite, you know, incident or some shit like that. Parasite, parasite incident. Because majority of the Academy's white. Yeah. So they don't want to be like, oh, we can't give them too much credit. Okay. I feel like it was a positive thing and it went over very well. No, 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 no. It did. The whole Parasite thing, it did. Right? But not for white people. I don't think white people are that mad about it. I didn't hear that much about it. Mm-hmm. You should see some of these these, these anonymous letters that got sent to Hollywood Reporter. Foo <laughs> boy. Um, best Actress... Jessica Chastain. I wanted to. I wanted Penelope Cruz to win. I know you wanted uh, Kirsten Stewart to win. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought she could bring the tears mm-hmm. like on cue, and I also felt like she was able to make herself soft mm-hmm. the way Princess Diana actually was. Well, I mean, like soft spoken and, yeah. and very uh, emotional. Well, because it was in the shoulders. It was not in the shoulders. <laughs> like she was doing. She had to wear those big ass fucking shoulder pads all the time. It's the, hard. The emphasize with the shoulders. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> it's hard to move around in those things and not look like you're over exaggerating. Chris Stewart was like, "Oh, I'm Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Diana Spencer, <laughs> and I got an eating disorder. Oh, <laughs> I know. I make myself laugh so much. <laughs> you're um, ridiculous. Best director, Jane." Champion. Uh-huh. Really thought she saw, shot herself in the foot. Yeah. What happened? I was like... That fucking cracked me up. hmm She won. Uh-huh. And what? And she was trying to talk. Uh, she was, like, filled with emotion. But she's like, I gotta open this fucking paper so I don't say anything off color. Yeah, exactly. Everyone was like... When everyone saw me pull out that, that paper where she's gonna talk, she's like, oh, she don't want to fuck up yeah. again. Like, she, she learned her lesson. <laughs> Um, which, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, like I said, best picture was Coda. Original screenplay. Fuck that made me mad. Belfast. Oh yeah. Fucking Belfast. What? In the fuck. Belfast. 
I feel like most people cannot relate to that movie. Mm. I feel like it's good, but mm-hmm. half the time you have no fucking idea what they're saying. More than half the Academy is white, so... You know, it's, it's a film about white oppression, and that... that that's what the general audience wants. No. Also, I feel like you throw that excuse around a little too much. That, because that's the, that's most of the time that's the answer. What were the other options for that one? Don't look up. Fuck that. Uh, Liquor's Pizza, King Richard, and the Worst Person in the World. Now, I had chose Worst Person in the World to win because that was an amazing script. Okay, and how many a, of those movies were of not of white people? King Richard. Okay, so technically, oh no no, I take that back. King Richard was written by a white person as well. No, no, no. But that one had all black people in it. Mm-hmm. So your excuse for white people could not mean that Belfast won that one since all the other films were white people, except for King Richard. Uh, no, it was French. They don't like, Americans don't like foreigners. Except <laughs> if they're Irish. Because then they're not foreigners, they're brothers. <laughs> not going to lie, it's kind of true. <laughs> I, well, I grew up in, with the, in uh-huh. our generation. Uh-huh. France doesn't want to get involved in the Iraq war. Mm-hmm. And so you can't have French fries. You can only have freedom fries. Oh my god, that bullshit! Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I originally wanted world. Per- I, I was going for the world. Wor- sorry, the worst person in the world. I thought that was a an amazing script. I thought it was fucking absolutely spot on. Kelsey has lost her headphones. Um, but something told me like they might go with licorice pizza because it's like olden time L.A. It's like it always seems like whenever there's. It's 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 kind of like the uh, once upon a time in a in a in Hollywood, Hollywood kind of thing. Like oh, let me see old LA or old Hollywood. Oh, the glory days and like that kind of like gets them to choose like the script and shit like that. That one didn't win for anything, did it? Licorice pizza? Yeah. Nothing. I'm so fucking happy nothing. about that. Nothing. At least it got nominated. If if I'm gonna be happy, mm. at least it got nominated. But. I'm glad it didn't win anything. Yeah, and he's and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's getting a lot of shit from, and rightfully so, from the Asian community about that uh, concerning that one scene, that very uh, um, kind of very racist scene that's very uncalled for. Yeah, yeah, like, and I, it's it's more understandable. I was like, yeah, I can see white I guys because he's off. like, oh, I can take the filter off because I'm writing of things mm-hmm. in the time. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. People talk like this. People were like that back then, and it was fine. And nobody got offended, so I'm gonna write it now. Yeah, because it's of the time, yeah. and also, you know, uh, pedophilia is okay as long as the woman's older. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and we purposely left this one for the end. <laughs> Best actor. All right. Uh, I was hoping Will Smith would win. He's been chasing that Oscar for decades. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that it was Benedict Cumberbatch was going to win because that's I, I just figured because the the campaign. For Power of the Dog was so fucking strong, mm-hmm. the FY, the For Your Consideration campaign, that I thought Cumberbatch was going to win. But Will Smith won, mm-hmm. which I was like, fuck yeah, right? Two reasons. One, because, yes, he finally won it. And two, because an hour earlier, he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. It wasn't even an hour. Yeah, I think it's maybe like 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it's everywhere. Like it was on it's I came home and 
I was like, Mom, did you see what happened to the Oscars? She's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, you see what happened Will Smith? And my mom does this look like, oh, shit, child. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought she would have been a little more amped up about it. Her Here's the thing. And it's funny because... Because um, your lot- mom is really chisme. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't she didn't get this as well because a lot of people a lot of people have already at the at the beginning they were like oh he slapped him for a joke about gi jane or comparing her like to a gi jane flop right mm-hmm. which is just like no it was because she has alopecia and an auto an autoimmune disease and like that's like that's like making a joke about a cancer patient losing their hair after chemo yeah um so i mean so not only that like he Chris Rock has a history of it of attacking Jada Pinkett Smith. He did it before in 2016 as well, mm-hmm. right? And Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith weren't there at the time. Mm-hmm. But like my guess, it was like here, here's my guess of what happened. Like just observation and shit. He made the joke. Will Smith laughed and maybe it was kind of a nervous laugh or like uh, a courteous laugh or something like that. And when he looked at Jada and she, he maybe he saw like the tears. Filling up. up like you could tell her face fell yeah like it fell it wasn't like oh i don't find you funny and angry mm-hmm. no like like you could tell that was a gut punch to her yeah and that and his reaction was just an answer reaction like oh yo yo dog you just disrespected my woman not just in public not just like in front of a crowd but like at on, the fucking Oscars. yeah on live television where everybody saw it everybody yeah. mm-hmm. and by for my guess he was just like fuck it i gotta like i gotta rock your jaw now like this this is what's gonna happen now yeah but i feel like he held back honestly well oh, because it was an open hand because it was an open hand and he did one slap and then he walked away yeah whereas if i felt like if he had to hold it all fucking night and then mm-hmm. confront him later mm-hmm. it would have been fucking fisticuffs like yeah yeah and it's and it's it's so funny because kelsey and i are watching this and like I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Kelsey and I, like, we laughed. We were like, "Holy shit, that was fucking funny," but still kind of fucked up. Yeah. And then we see him walking on stage, and it happened. It happened. It. it I, I thought he punched him, mm-hmm. but I thought Chris Rock didn't get hit. Yeah, like it almost like it was because it was so like what the fuck that you would think like, oh, this is part of a skit. Like this has to be part of a skit. No way is Will Smith gonna do this. Who's considered like one of the nicest people. In Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? No way is he gonna get on stage and essentially like assault somebody on TV <laughs> on live television. Yeah, no officers. I did not hit him. Yeah. Oh, you're Will Smith. I got jiggy with you once. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying no officers. I didn't. And then, but everyone saw it. No, they didn't. Don't lie. <laughs> but it was on TV. No, it wasn't. I still didn't do it. Like you can't get away from that. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah, and like like it's like I said, it blew up on Twitter like holy fucking shit, and like the memes started just coming, just all that shit started coming, right? Um, so like, so like, I mean, there's like a bunch of there's like a bunch of great articles that obviously are like that covered the whole thing, um, about like a lot of people reacting to it, uh. Let me see. I'm trying to get like a good one here. Someone had said like, oh, they did this in front of Beyonce. Come on. <laughs> um, uh, so while even like Mark, even Mark Hamill came out. He was like, stand up comics are very adept uh, at handling hecklers. Violent physical assault. Not so much. <laughs> 
um, it, it, and it started up this whole discourse of people not like, oh, like a comedian can't say a joke without being assaulted now and stuff like that. Yeah. So I saw that. What? Mm. Um, what's her name? The the gay comedian. Which one? The the redhead. Oh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's going to give license to everyone to come on stage and just hit a comedian when they get offended. Like, and even someone at work had said the same thing. And I'm like, that's not true. Because the difference is people aren't being personally attacked mm-hmm. out in, in the audience. Yeah. I mean, there there are, um, I mean, there are comedians who, who do do that. It's called work in the crowd. Uh, like DL Hughley. But I feel like that's old school bullshit and you don't do that if you're worth your weight well no well here's the thing deal hughley's known for doing that right but like when deal hughley does actually i'll say i won't even say deal i'll say even uh what's his name um oh his name is adam sandler does it yeah i'm trying to remember the guy's name now um let me see i'm trying to remember the comedian's name i his name is blanking on me and he's fucking he's actually really fucking funny um he his name oh Bill Burr Bill Burr is known to do that right mm-hmm. but like when that happens there's like a like of people working the crowd there's a level of like oh I'm doing like this is part of the show I'm being ragged on and stuff like that right yeah and there are tons there are times where like hecklers do come out and shit like that and will like do something most of the time they're drunk or they can't really take a fucking joke or they have a thin skin and shit like that um but like. The whole thing what Chris Rock did, it still is amount of disrespect because, like I said, this is not this is not the first time he's done this, particularly to that woman. And also, she was there as Will Smith's guest. I honestly feel like the jokes should be relegated to the people who could be getting an award. She wasn't mm. up for any nominations. Yeah, but like, see, even like Ricky Gervais does this. He's done it before at the uh, he's done it before at like the Golden Globes. Um, and sometimes even with the stuff, some of the stuff Ricky Gervais says can be a little harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, there has there uh, and like part of another thing part of the discourse is Chris Rock has been known to kind of like 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 Kelsey had said, but like there have been other people saying this like he's been known to like punch down, yeah. especially like towards women and stuff like that. Yeah, which you know he's definitely not as bad as Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, no, he's not bad as that. <laughs> but he also doesn't understand when he's saying something that's just, like, why? You don't even need to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what, what Chris Rock has said uh, to said about Jada Pinkett Smith in 2000, at the 2016 Academy Awards, he said, uh, Jada got mad, said she's not coming, Rock said. Jada boycotting the Oscar is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. Um... And then he continues. It's not fair that Will had was. It's not fair that Will was this good and didn't get nominated. Roxette. It's also, it's also not fair that Will was paid twenty million dollars for the Wawa Wawa West. So like that part, like that part, that last one. Okay, clearly like there's no jab or no anything. It's because that movie's universally like panned. Yeah. Um. But like. The whole, like, the whole thing on Jada, like, it's like saying, like, who the fuck invited you? Like, he's, he's, like those type of words can't come off as kind of mean at times. Yeah. But also, don't, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't think anyone can make a G.I. Jane joke and it be funny. Because usually that joke comes out when someone's making fun of someone else with their fucking short hair. Yeah, like Britney the Spears pants. got that fucking joke when she went through her mental breakdown. Mm, yeah, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. So it's actually seen as like almost like you swore at somebody, you called them the N-word. Like it's... Well, I won't go as far as that, but... I'm, I'm not saying know, that but, it's as bad as the N-word, yeah. but I'm saying it's... If you... If someone doesn't have hair and you think they should have it because they're a woman mm-hmm. and you at all mention G.I. Jane, mm-hmm. automatically that's that is that feels bad. Yeah, because you're like um, you're you're really attacking their like, womanhood. Well, yeah, that too. That and also, like I said, with with I, I'll say what's different between Jada Pinkett and and Britney Spears. Obviously, when Britney Spears was going through that, well, it's kind of the same, but kind of different. Let's say with like Britney Spears, it was kind of her 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 uh, choice to shave all that hair, but she was going through a lot of shit. She was going through like a mental break, mm-hmm. so I can see like why that would still be fucked up. And with Jada Pinkett, she did it because she's like, I have alopecia, I have autoimmune disease. This is like something I have to deal with, and you're like making fun of my medical condition now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this, I mean, I like. <laughs> well, no, I, I'll hold that. I'll hold that later about like who. About like who was in the right, who was in the wrong. I think we should kind of hold on that. Um, uh, so, one thing that that has happened lately is that the Oscar has lost a formal review of of what happened mm-hmm. to see if Will Smith is going to be punished in any way or something like that. There are people trying to say that they should take the Oscar away from him for that conduct, mm. which is no. That's the thing up, that no. bothers me the most about all of this mm. is the fact that. No one seems to realize that Will Smith is human mm-hmm. and that he knows he made a mistake, mm-hmm. but that honestly, lots of people would make that same fucking mistake. Mm-hmm. And also, Chris Rock was being a bully in that moment, and nobody is like, hey, you shouldn't have fucking said that. Like, no, yeah. there are a lot of people who are saying that, mm-hmm. but it's not the thing. Like, he's not going to see any repercussions for that. Yeah, the the, the more talk, the the greater the talk is Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock. Yeah, and it's not like, and I mean, like it's insulting, insulting your insulting your girl or your partner right in front of you like that. That's like, and especially if it's something as serious as like the what he said mm-hmm. or the route he took. I mean. I'm not, I definitely do not fault Will Smith of like doing what he did. Mm-hmm. The only fault I, I give him is like the fact that he did it on stage because everybody me, saw it. Me, myself personally, I would have just waited and be like, I'm going to get you alone in the fucking bathroom, dog, because that's it. Like, I'm whooping your ass. Yeah. You know, then it would have been more like, then they could probably keep it more quiet down and shit like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. So here's here's one thing I, I definitely want to bring up. Okay. So Judd, Judd Apatow, the director, he came out, right? It's so, and this is, we're going to get into like the whole white territory right now, right? So this is what Judd Apatow said on Twitter. He could have killed him, right? That's pure, that's pure out of control rage and violence. They've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They are not freshmen in the world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost his mind. Uh-huh. Like I said, he deleted this tweet now. So what I'm going to get into is how there is like this look that black people automatically 
have when they either act a certain way like they they let like because we because we've been oppressed for so long that um and we've kind of grown so much that we've always had to be the better man we always had to take the high road right Mm -hmm. but the moment that we snap oh my god he's gonna hurt somebody holy shit right Mm -hmm. so so Judd Apatow and other people are like, this is violence. This is pure rage. Blah, 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 blah. All that kind of stuff, right? I'm like, it's not. Because he could have straight up punched the fuck out of it's him not. right there. It's, it's, an, it's an honest to God emotional reaction that it didn't matter if you were black, white, Asian, Mexican, whatever. Mm-hmm. If if you were, if if it was happening, it, it would have happened. You know, the conversation would have been different. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was like, let's say a white person, another white person, or a white person, a black person, oh, a white person, a black person, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, black person, a white person, or something like that. But the fact that, like, people on Twitter and on, like, social media and this discourse are, like, um, throwing out these crazy, like, hypotheticals. He could have killed him. He could have done this, right? Mm-hmm. There's a doctor. She literally said... If that was Betty Davis, he would have hit her. She would have fallen down. She would have cracked her head and bled out. Or Bob Saget. And it's like, why are you going that route? Yeah. Like, we saw it. Well, it was, what is she trying to insinuate, too? That because it wasn't uh, a white person he held back? They're just insinuating that like they're doing, they're going to the extreme. They're making their, they're make, they're going to the extreme. Oh, uh, like to, like all black win. people are rapists and murderers. Something like that. Yeah, go to the extreme to win your argument. Like straight up, right? I feel, I feel too. Like he did show some restraint. Oh yeah. Because he could have beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And he did a slap, and you mm. could tell that wasn't really anger. Mm-hmm. The anger didn't come till he sat back down. Yeah. He was hurt. Yeah. Um, also, I would like to point out, I would definitely like to point out uh, one of the reasons why I think Judd Apatow had fucking deleted his tweet. Because when uh, it was being reported that an actress who was on the show Girls, a black actress, mm-hmm. when she was assaulted and Lena, Leanna Dunham didn't do shit and actually like played it down, mm-hmm. he had Leanna, Leanna Dunham's, Dunham's back. Mm. And then the whole thing with, with James Franco, he had James Franco's back. Yeah. And James Franco like has actually been like tried and like it's been out that like he assaulted like And a he woman. actually um, admitted. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he, not really assaulting, but I slept with someone I shouldn't have. When yeah, I was a, a, in a, power a, a position of power and stuff yeah. like that. And it, it was, from James Franco, it was like an emotional abuse yeah. that he did do. You know, and Judge Apatow was like, yeah, I'll still work with that guy. Like, yo, dog, like, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Um, and to go back to what I was saying about how certain, how like certain people would say white people. Uh, we'll look at black people when they have this moment of like emotion of like rage and it's justifiable and mm-hmm. we're seen as like monsters and stuff like that. Perfect example is Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in 2019, there was a cartoon that was drawn, right? It was ruled a uh, non-racist mm-hmm. by Australian press console. But when Serena Williams was during, um, I can't remember what game it was. Was it the French Open or something like that? Uh, the cartoon published September in Australia. The Herald following Serena Rune stinging uh, USA Open loss to uh, Noemi Asuka for, of Japan, right? 
So the artist drew this super fucking racist picture because Serena Rim was like, yo, what the fuck? You're like, you, you aren't call, like talking to the, the tennis uh, referee or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. Was like, yo, you're not like, you're not counting it right. Like you're fucking me up. Like this is not that, right? So y'all can't see it, but I'll, I'll post a link to it. This is what he drew. Tell me that's not racist. Especially her hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way her mouth is, mm. I'm going to admit, she has, like, a very wide face. So, her mouth mm-hmm. is kind of big, but, yeah. like... Yeah, but when they do this, this is this goes back to the old olden days of, like... Like, black mammy. face with mm. the fucking bright red fucking lipstick. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. But her hair, like, I'm noticing her hair even is, mm-hmm. like, come on. I know, right? And this... And, it, it, and no way was she like this on the court. She was just like, what the... F-? She was... Honestly, she was honestly pissed off. Uh-huh. She was visibly upset, but she wasn't smashing her apron, uh, her, her apron, her racket down. They even put like a, you, they even put like a pacifier right here, like making it like a big baby. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, so Chris Rock said that he's not going to press charges. Uh, Will Smith, uh, supposedly, uh, Diddy, Sean Combs. Did come out and say like, oh, it's squashed. Like the beef is squashed between uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. Like they're all good and everything like that. Mm. Which I don't think so. Um, I, I think that they're willing to get along, but Chris Rock has to not continue to come after Jada mm. and just don't talk about them at all. And like, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, uh, Will Smith. <laughs> they, there's reports of him at the at the after party. Just dancing, have a good time. He won. A, he won his Oscar. He was not gonna be. I like, don't think he would have had a good time if he and Chris Rock didn't have a conversation. Yeah. Honestly, I think they did. Yeah, and he did. And he did. He he. It's funny. He did apologize during his acceptance speech. Acceptance speech. He said he wanted to be like a vessel for peace. That he like, didn't so, apologize to Chris Rock though. He, yeah, he didn't say I apologize uh-uh. to Chris Rock. He was like, he was more like, I apologize for the people who saw that. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, in other words, like, I wish y'all didn't see that. <laughs> like, I still would have fucking done it. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Um, but he did, uh, he did make a statement on his Instagram. Um, so this is what his statement was. It says, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical conditions, a medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. Um, he, he, the post continues, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I, I'm embarrassed and my actions were not, uh, indignant, indignative, indicative, the, sorry, indicative. Thank you. Of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. Uh, and the last part is I would like, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard uh, family. Uh, I deeply regret that my behavior was stained. What has been an otherwise uh, gorgeous journey for all of us. I am I am a work in progress. Mm. So, The thing is, I feel like he's very sincere about that. Oh yeah, and I was—I was, I was going to ask you, like, do you think he's sincere about that? I think he—I think I he think, was. Sincere. I feel like, like it's so funny. I know it's mm-hmm. so totally different, but mm. that issue I had with that coworker when I was at JLL. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels very similar to me, and yeah. that's why I kind of feel like a little maybe protective of Will Smith in a way because, like, he wasn't wrong; he was just wrong in how he did it. Yeah, yeah. But it was like 
you could see his point, and so you can't be yeah. mad at him for it. And I and I remember that that incident he told me about that like, and when you told me, I was just like, oh, you're totally in the right. But there are people who are like, oh, you just handled it. They're horribly. like, oh, you're just uh, what they they told me. Why do you feel threatened by her? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. This person literally doesn't work on Mondays or Fridays mm. and nobody is noticing. Yeah. And, and will and take credit for my work. Yeah, it's exactly. And that's and that's something to get pissed off about. If you're doing yeah. all this hard work and you're taking the credit, you're like, yo. And also what I the wasn't fuck? coming after her. I was just telling everyone else that they're being thoughtless. Exactly. And giving her all the credit for the shit that I did. Yeah, exactly. You weren't like attacking her. And, and I was like, were... she did do you know, like do you know, take one for the team by staying late. Mm-hmm. But they all took it wrong. And I'm like, all right, that that's it. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, so what's your what's your, what's your final take? Like, do you have do you have an idea of who was right, who was wrong? You're on the fence, like what's your I am on the fence mm. just because I will never say Will Smith was wrong mm. ever. I don't I don't I'm not going to say he was wrong. I will say I don't think that him slapping Chris Rock was right. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a nuance there. Mm-hmm. And I'll say he's not wrong because he showed restraint, mm-hmm. but he is human. Mm-hmm. He's human. And his wife, who's going through a medical condition, got made fun of in front of the entire fucking world. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think that you should be... Honestly, you're attending the Oscars. You're not in a nominee. Like you shouldn't be mm. the butt of somebody's joke mm. if you're just there to witness it. Yeah. Um. So I don't condone what he did, but I understand where he's coming from, and I'm not mad at him for it. <laughs> That's, but I feel like Chris Rock is way more wrong than Will Smith. So, so would you say like I understand where he's coming from? That's that is one of Chris Rock's most famous jokes. Um. In his, uh, I think it was like back in black, uh, comedy special. I think that's the name of the comedy special. He had he was talking about the OJ, uh, the OJ murder trial, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "I don't think OJ killed her, but I understand." Okay, and a lot of people were like, "I don't think Wilson should have hit him, but I understand." <laughs> uh, so my opinion is, I'm okay. So here's the thing. I would say Will Smith is in the right, but barely in the right. And the reason why he's barely in the right is, um, is because, like I said, he was like he was defending his woman, mm-hmm. and like, and I, like, and he had said during the speech, he's like he has dealt with a lot of shit. And I know that's part of the, that's part of the Hollywood game. But there are also people. It's like mm-hmm. Buckingham Palace. Those people are a fucking living museum. Yeah, they yeah. don't live normal. They're not normal. Yeah. And everybody gets to a breaking point. Mm-hmm. It always happens. Like, I remember being bullied when I was a kid. And then one day I found, like, I, I, when I got, when I was older and I was actually bigger than I was back, than I was as a kid, I found, like, I just saw, saw having to see the bully. Um, he didn't say anything mean to me or anything like that. He was like, oh, what's up, man? But, like, my mental, my mind went to, like, Yo, dude, you used to punk me as a kid. Now you're like, what's up, man? And I like just went went to town on his ass. I just like fucked him yeah. up right there. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing. That's that's not even as serious as what Chris Rock did. It was just that moment of like, fuck, fuck, just snap. Like that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'll say, I'll say, like I said, Will Smith is barely in the right. And the reason why I say he's barely in the right is because he did it in front of everybody <laughs> instead of like mm-hmm. handling behind doors. That's something to handle behind doors. Um, 
Chris Rock. I'm not. But also, it's uh, kind of like, like one for one. He, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. humiliated them in front of the world. Mm-hmm. So why not Will Smith slap the fuck out of him in front of the world? Uh, true, 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 true. Very true, very true. Uh, so, and I, and I, I am not one of these people who is like comedians shouldn't like be uh, raw or like comedy should be censored. I'm no way like that um just as long as they're not punching down like trans rights and bullshit yeah, like like, that. like for example like anthony this comedian named anthony jeselnik i've seen him in live once and i've seen a couple of stand-up he does like these really fucked up jokes right mm-hmm. but they're kind of like towards him or his family or he'll make like a small crack at somebody but he won't like straight jab the knife into him and yeah. it's still like okay cool he's still being fucked up but he like he knows not to cross that line because somebody will come on stage and just be like, I'm just going to punch you right now. Yeah. Um, but also, I kind of feel like if you're a, a good comedian, mm-hmm. you know where those lines are. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, it's Chris Rock has kind of he's he's crossed the line like several times. He just he just crossed it too many times. And he just does. He also does not give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, his tickets on his uh for, his ticket sales on tour fucking spiked up. Jesus Christ. do our geriatric cinematic of 1984's Body Double. He thought he was watching her, but she was watching him. He thought he was trespassing, but he was invited. gone too far. He couldn't stop. He saw exactly what she wanted him to see. master of suspense invites you to witness a seduction a mystery a murder the synopsis is a young actor's obsession with spying on a beautiful woman who lives nearby leads to a baffling series of events with drastic consequences directed by brian de palma written by robert j Averick and brian de palma it stars craig wasson melanie griffith greg henry and deborah shelton deborah shelton deborah shelton I don't know who that is. Oh, that's that one girl. Okay. Yeah, the Deborah. the smoker voice lady. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> why are you chasing me? <laughs> um, body double. Uh, yeah, we got another Brian De Palma film. Uh, and you've never seen this one before. Never seen this one either. <laughs> never seen this one either. I I remember last week's episode. I was like, we either do this or Basic Instincts. That car was like, fuck it, we're not doing Basic Instincts, and took off like whatever. Um, I'm actually glad we did watch this. <laughs> I thought it was going to be really good. No, <laughs> no, I can't think of a erotic thriller that any, I can't think of any rock thriller that's actually really good. 
the, the, it, the trailer sold it as being mm. a really deep. You know what? I think the trailer I sent you, I think that might have been like a fan trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, because I was getting like stuff together for the pod and everything. I was like, oh, shit. I sent, it. I sent her the fan version. And sometimes those fan versions, they really like sell it nicely. They do it like a lot better because yeah. it fits more. Uh, the editing and the music seems to work out a lot better. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Kelsey, what did you think of this hot garbage of a movie? <laughs> Um, I feel like I watched three different movies at once. <laughs> yes. And I don't know what to do with that. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, and, and, and there's too much following and following. And we're still following. And following more following. More following. And, and more following. Yeah, this movie, like, it's weird. It's like a mix, like, from what I, from what I saw, it's a mixture of, like, Vertigo and and uh rear window uh i because i know you've seen vertigo Mm -hmm. uh you haven't seen rear rear window have you nope rear window is pretty much the same premise where it's a guy he's like seeing a woman he's spying on her and like this woman is uh murdered and like the guy witnessed it now he has to like try to convince the cops that like oh it's the fault it's not the fault it was like the husband or some shit like that right um, which is pretty much the same thing. Like this character looks at the window, sees somebody get murdered, and he has to convince this cop, this really shitty ass cop. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, it was it was this guy, it was this guy, and the dude was just straight up like, "No, you're peeping Tom." So clearly, you're the murderer. Yeah. Um, and then the whole sense of vertigo, obviously, is like the fact that it's one woman, but it's really like but another. But it's like woman. a mystery. And- yeah, and even even like the straight up like. It's out of vertigo. It said the dude has vertigo. He has claustrophobia. Oh yeah, like that, right? Like God, can you make it any more obvious? It's funny because uh, Melanie Griffith is in this movie, mm-hmm. and her mother was in Vertigo. No, it was Birds. It was the oh, bird. Birds. Yeah, birds. I know. I always get those two mixed up. Uh, Kim Novak and uh, something like Tip of Thorn or some shit like that. Tippy Hedrick. Tippy Hedrick. Yeah, I always get those. Two, well, because they're both blonde. I always is it Hedrick them. or Hedron? Hedron, I think it's actually Hedron. Yeah. Um. Yes, Miss Tippy Hedron. Yes. Okay. Uh. So, Kelsey, what did you like or not like about this movie? Um. The dancing was really awful. Hmm. The I kind of liked the apartment that they made. Which uh, the apartment that the that the dude was staying in? Yeah. Uh, what's the cat's it name? It just makes Jake. me think of when we go looking at architecture. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah that place was actually pretty cool. Um, so it was on stage, obviously, because of the fucking the view that they tried to give it. Oh, yeah, you can tell it was like painted, yeah, shit like that, or plastered on the wall or some shit like that. Yeah, um, it was set design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, the set design. Um, I actually, I <laughs> the dude. Craig Watson, I actually liked his performance, even though he was he was trying his damnedest to do a uh, Jimmy Stewart impersonation. Really? Yeah, even though he was kind of like talking like him in this former fashion, you know, like that. Mm. Um. Oh, <laughs> I know it should be. Th- it's simultaneously mm-hmm. the worst thing about this movie mm-hmm. and the best. Okay, what's that? The fact that they put Greg Henry mm-hmm. in that 
awful fucking makeup oh, that they know, thought was right? so good <laughs> and called him an Indian. Okay. Like, it was so funny. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So as the movie is like, you see, you see Craig Henry, who's wearing this, who is revealed, who wears this mask, right? Mm. Um, you see him, you see his character in the mask, like following uh, Deborah Shelton's character, right? Mm. And, I, and I remember watching, I was like, oh, that's a horrible mask. Holy I was like, shit. it looks like Tom Cruise in a mask. I know, right? I was like, that's a horrible mask, right? For like a couple minutes, I was like, I think that actually is just the dude's face. Like, wait. <laughs> I was convincing myself like no 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 that's that's a totally like different guy. It was guy. so bad it couldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like no no totally different guy. It is a totally different. It's no way a makeup. Uh, no way a makeup job at all or anything like that. Yeah. And the fact that they were like so they zoomed in on his face one time. You're like oh yep that's makeup. And the fact that they were like oh no the dude's Indian. We're like what? <laughs> How? How? He didn't look Indian. <laughs> Um, what did you think of uh, what did you think of Melody Griffin's performance? Uh, don't like it. Didn't like it. She was annoying. She mm. just kept fucking talking, and I'm like, God, I wish you mm-hmm. would die. They're damn. She's annoying. There was um, I saw something. This is this is actually the movie that helped get her her role in um, uh, that movie that we saw that we did. That we did a review on a couple, uh, like shit, maybe like twenty episodes ago. Yeah, I remember. I um, think it was longer than that. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get the the movie. It's the name. one with Ray Liotta in it. Something wild. Yeah. This is the movie that actually got her the role for something wild. Something wild was really good. I liked yeah. her in that one. This one, it was like they just wrote her a fucking mm-hmm. bumbling idiot. And this is the role that actually got her the role for Working Girl, which she, that's one of that's one of her her most famous parts. Huh. Um, but yeah, her character was like super annoying like just like very like i don't want to say bratty but just like like just ugh, it was almost like chalk like nails on the chalkboard yeah with her performance you know yeah um i in terms of the directing okay there's there's actually two cool there's actually two kind of cool shots right mm-hmm. not kind of cool i think these are two cool shots one is um, the transition where uh, the Jake character signs up to like be in this porno, and oh, how yeah. there's almost like no transition where like no, I'm sorry, there's like a transition but you don't see it where it's like from one moment to the next, uh-huh. and he's like going through a club and stuff like that. Yeah. And for a minute, I was like, wait, like, it's- did we just get into a musical? <laughs> yeah, that it was like, did, like, is he on set? Like, are are he like, like doing did his they investigation to like? It felt to me like they did a transition to audit from. He's auditioning to he got the part. Yeah, and it, and it was seamless. Exactly, exactly, right. And they were doing the the song. Um, God, when I oh Fr- uh, Frankie goes Frankie goes to Hollywood, relax. And I was like, did we just jump into a fucking music video? Like I don't know. Like I thought it was just <laughs> it just like, the movie just seemed to just shift genres. Yeah, like right there, right. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, this movie's kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> Um, 
so that part I love, right? The next uh, the next shot I love, and it, it happens for like a split second. It was so dope how he did it, where the Jake character like runs to like look into like uh what's it called like a, a giant hole in the ground, mm-hmm. like a, a, gra- a dug up grave, uh-huh. and how it just like transitions to him like looking like you see his like you see a. a his face looking into the hole yeah and like the transition is like cut so smoothly you didn't see it at all you would yeah. swear like they just probably like just rotated the camera or some shit like that it was yeah. so dope yeah i like that mm. but you know how they did it how because they always do the thing where it's like a so you know what a soft cut is right? oh yeah yeah where it's like you get all so much black on the screen oh, you can't yeah. tell what's gonna happen yeah and yeah. that's probably just a perfect part to just splice the film together yeah it actually reminded me a lot of um like whenever they do like the soft cuts now, but it's kind of more. It's in order to like keep the the, the momentum going mm-hmm. when like they turn the camera and like that's where they do the soft cut. But you just think like they just turn and like holy shit, here's like an extended scene or something like that. Like, yeah. Like how like nineteen seventeen did a lot of that. Yeah. You know. Um. Okay, so what would you have thought if the role of Holly was played by Jamie Lee Curtis? That would have been better. What about Carrie Fisher? I don't know anything about her acting. Other than Princess Leia? Mm-hmm. Um, what about Linda Hamilton? That rings a bell. Remind me who she is. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Yeah. She probably would have been good, too. Yeah, she actually, like, tur- she turned down the role because she was getting ready for the Terminator. <laughs> I'm so glad she. It would have been a way different world. She would have had a fucking different trajectory, and it Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been a good one, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Apparently, at one point, Kurt Russell was considered for the role of Scully. I think that would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they pretty much didn't use anyone anyone cares about, except for Melanie Griffith, which actually helped her career. Yeah, she like went on. To, she went on to to like I said to be in um, something wild. She did like an updated version of Lolita, Working Girl. Like she did a bunch. She's done a bunch of roles since then. And she likes to be edgy. So yeah. Um, so apparently, like Brian De Palma wanted like unsimulated unsimulated sex. Do you know what that is? Uh. Pretty much, actually, people just fucking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the studio was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like. Ten years too early for that. I know, right? No, 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 no. Um, nineteen seventy-six. Don't look now. Unsimulated sex. Yeah, but didn't it say that he wanted to be the first Hollywood film to have it? Yes. So that would have been a lie. No, 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 no. The 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 don't look now. That yeah. was an Italian film. Okay. So that and that's not that that's not considered. Uh, oh, so first Hollywood. Film. Hollywood, like Hollywood, pr- big production company, um, film. Let me make sure. I hate 1973. Damn, it's off by three years. Uh, yeah, Don't Look Now has an unsimulated, supposedly an unsimulated sex, but it's pretty obvious that it's unsimulated. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, story, plot, writing. What'd you think? <laughs> What plot? <laughs> what writing? The, the four plots. <laughs> the multiple. The father, t- the son, and the holy. What the fuck? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> father, son, the holy. What the fuck? I'm gonna use that now. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> <sighs> he 
he just follows somebody forever. And you're like, dude, uh-huh. obviously she's going to get murked. Uh-huh. So instead of be like being a creeper and being afraid to look like one, mm-hmm. stop being a creeper and go tell her she's being followed. And when he finally does tell her, she's like, he doesn't even get the chance to tell her because he tries calling her. Like, he keeps losing his fucking nerve. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, no wonder why you're not making it in Hollywood, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then she gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then the movie takes that weird fucking turn. He's all of a sudden in porno industry. Yeah, he's obsessed. That, that, he's like so obsessed. Like, and the thing is, they want you to keep up with them, and mm. you're totally lost. Yeah, like that whole transition of him being obsessed with the Melody Griffin character. I was like, why? I'm not understanding why. Yeah, and, they, and it's like he totally forgot about Smoker Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even till later they're like, oh no, like the way her body moved, I recognized it. Like, wait, what? And how could you? Like. <laughs> Like, you can't know someone after seeing them for 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Not even, because you only saw her for a short amount of time each night. Mm -hmm. You can't know about how someone moves. Yeah. Unless they do something really fucking weird. Or they have, like, a really bowed legs or some shit. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like. So, apparently, that that makeup that that Greg Henry wears to be the Indian, uh three and a half, four hours. I could have. It could have used. It another. looked like it was melting off of his face, and they used two different shades of brown. Yeah, it could have like, like one of them had like a red in it too. They, they could have used like another two hours on that makeup. Yeah. Um. All right. One more piece of trivia that I that, apparently so like this movie got made. Oh, actually, two actually two pieces of trivia. One is um, and Brett Brett and Easton Ellis's novels American Psycho. Uh, the Patrick Bateman uh calls this one of his favorite movies. The serial killer causes one of my favorite movies. Makes sense. Um, but the funny thing, of, another funny thing about the movie was Brian De Palma got a three picture deal with Columbia, right? Uh-huh. After Scarface, right? Three picture deal after Scarface, right? This was the next movie he did. Guess what? <laughs> Just guess what? <laughs> they canceled they it. They canceled it because it, it, it flopped so badly. <laughs> but I, I know this movie is now, is it's, it's been, it's now more appreciated. For it's like style and like what Brian De Palma was trying to do, especially like of the eighties, because like I mean we see raunchy shit like this all the time now, but back then, ooh no, that, that's that's intense. <laughs> what? I feel like this is the whole finger in the 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 holes in the damn thing again. Oh just, <laughs> no, it's it's really appreciated. I'm like no, I. F- really think my favorite thing about this movie has nothing to do with the movie really and all everything to do with the racist indian guy <laughs> that's my favorite part look it's a, it's because a, it's so bad <laughs> it's a trash piece of film <laughs> but it's like fun trash i actually like i actually enjoyed this i think i enjoyed this a bit more than uh deep water like barely a little bit more but not like a whole lot. i think i actually did enjoy this one mm. not like barely but not a lot more either oh okay more more than more uh, than barely deep, oh no but more than deep water more Definitely. than barely than yeah. deep water okay yeah. gotcha gotcha um yeah so <laughs> do you think this movie still holds up no 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 <sighs> Oh, you liar. I think it does. You liar. That masterful, like, makeup work. <laughs> the concept plot twist, you know. 
That banging soundtrack. Mm. It, it holds up. Liar. I know. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not hold up. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoy. I I like. You're over here talking about black people and the Oscars and it's white against blacks, the whole fucking variety time segment. Mm -hmm. And you're over here. No, this movie still holds up with this racist ass Indian. I know this racist stereotype. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. totally. (laughs) Brian De Palma, he has an impressive. Well, he he had an impressive (laughs) lineup of films. Um, and this is one of them, absolutely. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> I honestly, I like this. I like this dive we go into Brian De Palma films. Like we did, like Phantom of the Paradise. We did That's Blowout, my favorite one. You know. um, Blowout was really good too. God, I forgot he did Carrie. That's a good one too. Shit, man. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like this was probably his passion project or some shit because it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh i did scarface so i get to do this other I film know. that i really wanted to do because you know they'll let me do it now and <laughs> it was bad and he's like oh fuck i gotta fuck i gotta find work elsewhere now <laughs> um all right is that it yeah all right uh so that's gonna be our show for this week uh we want to thank everybody for joining us on this week's show um, remember hmm. relax you know what that song's about, right? I know. About doing the butt? Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we would especially like to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast uh, on their website where uh, Kelsey writes. Um, for all your film news, TV news, and reviews, go to yourentertainmentcorner.com. Uh, you can find this episode and all our past episodes on all podcast catchers. Uh, next week. It's going to be interesting. Uh, next week we are going to do our recent review on Apollo 10 and a half, a space age childhood. Um, it's the latest Richard Linklater film that will premiere on Netflix on Friday, uh, April 1st. Um, with that, we're going to do our geriatric cinematic with 2001's waking life. Uh, we'll tell you we're going to see 2001's a space odyssey. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, no, we're going to see 2001's Waking Life. Uh, that is available to rent on Apple TV, Amazon, YouTube TV, and other VOD services. Um, the topic for that week will be One Step for Men, One Giant Leap for Rotoscoping. I like that. I like that. I know. And no swearing this time either. I know. I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, a side note. <laughs> Our variety time might, it, it's going to shift. It might shift. Okay. We're debating of either we're going to talk about our time at WonderCon because we're going to WonderCon this weekend. Um, we're either going to talk about that <laughs> or we're going we're gonna to do a what the fuck did we just watch with Morbius. Because <laughs> we already know it's going to be bad. I know. But that really depends of like if we got time to go to the theater and watch it. If not, you know, fuck it and all yeah. that shit. But I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> like, I, don't, like, I, I think it's going to be worse than Venom. Oh yeah, and close as bad as cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, because mm-hmm. Tom Hardy takes everything seriously, mm-hmm. but no one takes him seriously. <laughs> okay, and and what's his face? Jared Leto. Jared Leto uh-huh. is the biggest fucking joke in Hollywood, I think, right now. <laughs> but he can be so good, but he overdoes it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, like he's fucking like House of Gucci, with his like oh. Yes. Why did you go to this? A girl gets me. Oh. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Mario.